You're listening to The Coffee Hour. I'm Andy Bates. Sarah's away today. She'll be back soon. But if you're not, we do have a great story and a wonderful event to share with you here in the St. Louis area. And I'm just so grateful for our friends over at Christian Friends of New Americans. We'll learn more about them and the upcoming Cycle for the City event in just a moment. Thanks to Concordia University, Wisconsin for supporting The Coffee Hour. Find out more about Concordia University, Wisconsin at cuw.edu. Live Uncommon. Joining us today, the Reverend Dr. Stanish Stanley, his executive Director for Christian Friends of New Americans. Pastor Stanley, thanks so much for being our guest on the Coffee Hour. Thank you, sir. Thanks for having me. I really appreciate it. Also joining us today, Kelly Teuscher. She's a volunteer with Christian Friends of New Americans. Kelly, welcome to the Coffee Hour. Thank you. I'm looking forward to it. Can't wait to hear your story about how you got involved. Before we jump into that, Pastor Stanley, share with us what is the work of Christian Friends of New Americans today? Well, as many of you know, and I've been on KFU before also, and so it's always a blessing to be back and uh, to uh, share our story. So C- uh, CFNA, Christian Friends of New Americans, it's a ministry that works to and works with refugees and immigrants who are coming into the same city area who are being resettled, especially by the International Institute, mostly in the city, but then moving also into the county. And so we do a lot of activities heavily driven by the volunteerism of Lutheran church members and believers, and also a few people who are who are Christian volunteers or maybe belonging to institutions like St. Louis University, WashU, and all that. Basically, these programs or activities are like English as second language, health and wellness screenings, or whether whether it be a COVID vaccination, after school tutoring for kids. These are all opportunities to um, to not only serve refugees who are new Americans who not know the system and the culture and the language, but also it's an opportunity to share well all the, the love of Christ, the gospel of Christ, and also who we are as a Lutheran community here in Saints. So this is what we do over the past uh, few years. We've had over two hundred baptisms and confirmations and members from um, various ethnic communities, mainly from the Nepali people. Eritrean people, Liberian people, and a few Congolese people also who are part of our Lutheran churches, especially in the city of St. Louis. So Kelly, share with us, how did you get connected with Christian Friends of New Americans? Well, initially I was mentioned in my church. I attend Webster Gardens Lutheran Church. And I remember during one of our Bible studies, someone coming and speaking to us. So initially that's when I first heard about it, and that was several years ago. And I then just came across it that again not too long ago and had the opportunity to start volunteering and have really enjoyed it. I just really enjoy getting to know the people and who they are and their cultures. So in what ways do you volunteer with CFNA? I organize and help with the trivia nights. We have an annual trivia night, and I help chair that. I've helped with barbecues that we've had. I've done supported students during vacation Bible school. I've helped with the after-school tutoring program. Just there's been multiple ways that I've helped, and I just really enjoy, like I said, bringing Jesus to them, but also getting to know who they are and being a part of their cultures and. And they've in turn invite me to invited me to different cultural events that they've had. So it's just we all learn from each other, which I love. 
Mm. That sounds like a, a wonderful relationship and a partnership to, to get to learn from each other about uh, your backgrounds, your cultures. Tell me, what are some of the things that you're learning that maybe you didn't expect to learn when you became a volunteer with CFNA? Well, I'll tell you, it's like you said about the cultures, and then, and I do enjoy learning about them. But with this recent event with Afghanistan, and just, you know, not only the impact that we have on the people that come to us, but the impact that we could have on their families as well. Mm. I think, you know, I it's just unbelievable to hear, you know, that there's people still, that families still have families mm-hmm. in Afghanistan, and they're talking to them, but they're not only talking to them about what's going on there, but I've been on the other side of a phone call where they're talking about what they're learning through, you know, our, you know, our organization and being a part of it. Now, folks who regular listeners of the Coffee Hour know that anytime that we're talking with friends in other cultures or our missionaries serving in other cultures, one of my favorite questions is about the food. Have you got to discover lots of different food with your new friends with CFNA? Yes, we have. And we've talked about different types of foods they've eaten. And then I've had an opportunity to go over to um, their houses and share they their different types of breads that they eat, a lot of meat, different types of rices than we do, different flavors and rices. The tea, we have a lot of, diff- you know, tea in a lot of um, cultures prefer like hot tea as to iced tea, which is interesting to me that, you know, I like both teas, but a lot of them will just, you know, hot tea is an all year type thing. And they just prefer that. And they've talked to me about cooking and how we cook on, you know, in a kitchen, on a stove, they cook in an open fire. So, you know, just, I love just hearing about all those different cultures and I, and eating the food and, you know, just all sorts of different activities that they do. Absolutely. So many relationships just grow when you gather around food and you learn so much about one another. And what a great way yeah. to for others to, to learn English too, in such a, a, a comfortable and casual setting. I mean, food seems to like break down walls for us, doesn't it? It really does. It does. We've sat and we talked about different cultural things like how weddings are Hmm. in the United States and how they're different in other cultures and cultures in America. We have a one day celebration where in other cultures, it's a multiple day celebration. And so, you know, it's just, it's interesting um, how, you know, and some cultures still do arranged marriages where we, you know, can choose our spouse. So it's just, it's fun to just learn about, you know, the things we know and to ask those questions about how they do that in their country. Hmm. Fascinating. There really is. So the, the, the ways that you serve you primarily as English, um, as a second language, the ESL courses. And what have you found that, that you enjoy about serving as a volunteer in that way and teaching? Have you, I, I know outside of volunteering with CFNA, you're also a teacher. Ha, has it helped you in other ways as a teacher by participating as a volunteer with CFNA? 
it has, and I think it will really continue to, in that recently we have had a student who's come in who is blind. And as I've shared, I teach the visually impaired, so I have some background in how to help him get his materials and learn better. So I think that, you know, that will be very beneficial to have that background to to assist him to learn better. Outstanding. Outstanding. What would you say to someone who uh, maybe has the gift of time and, and could volunteer with CFNA, but they haven't taken that step? What are some ways that they could volunteer with CFNA and, and get involved? I would say to find out about it, a lot of churches do support CFNA. So to look in your church bulletins to find out what's available, but also to to look, we there we have several different types of social media that that CFNA is on. We're on Twitter and Facebook and Instagram. I don't know about so. There's and those sorts of things. Uh, there's a website and there's listings of how you can volunteer with and what sorts of events are available. So that's how I kind of know what I want to do is look at, at those sites and choose what, what I'm interested in and how I can help. Outstanding. So Pastor Stanley, can you share with us uh, what's the website where we can learn more about CFNA? And then we'll, we'll share more of the CFNA story here in just a moment. But before we go to break, can you share that website with us? Definitely. So. Yeah. So you can always go to www.cfna-stl. Dot org, and you can always look, access the website and look into uh, opportunities that are there. There's also the e-news that comes out every what's every month, which is a good uh, place to see where uh, things um, oh, what things are available and what things are for tuning it here. And it, it's all on the website. Yes. Very good. We're talking with Reverend Dr. Stanish Stanley, Executive Director for Christian Friends of New Americans, and Kelly Teuscher. She's a volunteer with CFNA. We have more to learn about Christian Friends of New Americans and the upcoming event cycle for the city in just a moment, right here on The Coffee Hour. I'm Andy Bates. You're a miracle. You know that, right? A living, breathing, one-of-a-kind miracle. You were created to stand apart, to share your gifts in the service of others, to make an uncommon impact in a common world. And at Concordia University, it's our mission to help you do that, to live uncommon. To learn more about Concordia, go to cuw.edu. Welcome back to The Coffee Hour. I'm Andy Bates. We're talking with our friends from Christian Friends of New Americans today, the Reverend Dr. Stanish Stanley, Executive Director, and Kelly Teuscher, a volunteer with CFNA. Pastor Stanley, share with us, how did CFNA get started here in St. Louis? Well, that's a that's an interesting story. In fact, our founder, Mrs. Carol Buckman, and um, many of her friends uh, were the ones who really got involved in a big way in uh, starting CFNA. And initially, from what I've heard, because I was never there when it started uh, in the late um, 90s or early 2000s, it started as uh, 
as an outreach to Nigerian refugees who were, who were living around the Messiah Lutheran Church area. And so in the city of uh, St. Louis, just opposite to Delbrook Park. And uh, Mrs. Buckman tells me that it was, it was computer classes for, for Nigerian refugee friends who were there. There also, an important component of all this was the coming together of various Lutheran churches. So it's from the very beginnings of CFNA, quite a few Lutheran churches have been really invested and connected uh, to this ministry. So some important churches like Christ uh, Memorial Lutheran Church, uh, there is uh, Scottcordia Lutheran Church, Kirkwood, and also the city churches like Salia, of course, and Ascension Lutheran Church, St. John's Morgan for Timothy Lutheran Church. And that's where all this uh, all this uh, start gathering, gathering more, more pace with regards to serving new Americans who are settling in the St. Louis city area, blessing them with volunteers from these churches and also from the services that they go. So it always started small as far as I am told and as far as I recollect the story, it started with finding out what was the need of the, uh, uh, needs of the people. And so. Mostly it was English classes, then it was uh, things like, okay, for kids, after school tutoring, health and wellness screenings was an important piece uh, from the very beginning as it started gathering pace. And then by 2006, the CFNA was able to acquire the building from the sorry, district of the LCMS, which was on South Grand, very much within the resettlement zone for refugees. So uh, we are located just opposite to Murps Candies on 4019 South Grand Boulevard and it's within a two, three mile radius that uh, all the refugees are settled. And so, at least initially, yeah. So it's always a great opportunity for us to uh, meet new people, serve them, invite them to our, uh, to, uh, to our activity space. And then from there, um, uh, we try our best to kind of introduce them to various congregations, whether it be Epiphany Free Church or uh, even for the VBS that Kelly Mel was just pointing out about. And um, these are examples or, or ways by which the, ch the church has been involved with CFNA ministry and how CFNA ministry has, has grown over a period of time. What are the needs of our new neighbors these days in St. Louis? Well, always various needs, of course, financial help is always a big need, whether it's rent, utility, utilities, etc. bills to be paid. COVID-19 has definitely accelerated some of the issues that they, they, uh, they were already having uh, and that support and help is always needed. But alongside that, it is always also about learning uh, the language, understanding and, and navigating the system. Uh, if, if the refugees have been here for a long period of time, then they make those connections with their own uh, people and do things together. But at the same time, when, especially when refugees are coming in new, it's, it's going to be difficult for them to, to make those connections and, and get on with their life and, and perform at the best optimum level where they can. And so that's where an American friend becomes so important and so valuable to them. That's an opportunity for Christians. So who better to be be friendly to refugees than, than people of God mm -hmm. who have been blessed with the, the opportunity to friend because their Lord himself has uh, come as a friend to them and has blessed them as their Lord and Savior. And so the, the opportunity to, to befriend and to be there with people and also share the gospel message and love of Christ is always possible in these vulnerable moments when refugees need English language or, 
a right to a store or to a health and wellness clinic or to the doctor's appointment or whatever. And those are always some of the needs that uh, refugees and immigrants even today have. So, yeah. Do we anticipate that those needs are going to continue to, to grow and change in the upcoming months here in St. Louis? Definitely. I think what, what we are hearing is, especially with regards to the Afghani refugee situation, which Kelly was pointing out or looking at, we will be seeing um, up to at least 1,000 refugees settled in St. Louis. That's the numbers that we hear from the International Institute, which is the uh, major resettling agency here in St. Louis. And so having a thousand people is, is going to be overwhelming even for them because they are also down there. They don't have staff to kind of really do this and they are quickly kind of trying to get staff for this purpose. Um, and that's why agencies like ours, which are basically uh, ministries, Christian focused and providing secondary care, so to speak, become so valuable as a partner for an agency like this internationalist. And so we hope to, uh, to to help with that, with the resettlement process in which way possible. Um, we are definitely uh, going to have needs of, of things like basic human, human need packages and welcome packages uh, for these new refugees who are coming in, just to show them that what they're running away from is the exact opposite of who we are. We, we, we embrace people who come in, but at the same time also want to be there to help them um, get resettled uh, get on with their life here as also because those shifts and changes that they will encounter here will will challenge them will be even for people who are coming so so yeah so those those needs will remain if not become more serious as uh, time progresses i heard from the institute that the next month it's going to be around 60 refugees who are going to be already here so those numbers will keep on increasing as the months go on. And so if they are saying those of Afghani refugees here, that means the next, the next coming months, it's going to be a lot more. And so, so we are just um, hoping that the people of God will, um, will come forward to show their generosity just as the Lord has blessed them. After all, our citizenship is in heaven. That's what uh, St. Paul teaches us and So in, in scripture. And so this is what drives us that we are God's people here with a purpose to um, to be there for people who are themselves migrating and who are themselves facing trauma and uh, turmoil in life. And we want to be there as uh, uh, the voice of Jesus, as the hands and feet of Jesus. And one of the ways that people can come forward to support organizations like CFNA and some other great organizations here in St. Louis, Humanitary and Lutheran Development Group, is through the Cycle for the City event. Pastor Sanish, can you share with us a little bit more about the Cycle for the City event here in St. Louis? Sure, yeah. In fact, this is something that has, that's a cool thing that is happening. It is heavily driven by the work of Lutheran Development Group that has taken the initiative to to put uh, together this uh, this fundraiser called the Cycle for the City, you know, but also have been generous enough to accommodate and invite other agencies like uh, Humanitary and, and Christian Friends of Americans to be a partner in this event and organize this effort. And so uh, the event is on the 6th of September, that is the day of labor, uh, that's Labor Day of this particular year. And uh, there are two rights that starts from Benton Park. There is a 14-mile course and also a 34-mile course. Registration is around $30. There's going to be a t-shirt that is going to be given a swag. And, but the idea is to support these uh, uniquely neutral organizations that are working in the city of St. 
recent threats of new Americans working as refugees and immigrants who are being resettled here, built from development group that is working in the area of housing and making it uh, affordable and also pruning up the city, so to speak, by reviving some of these houses that are, that, that are in a bad condition. And also humanity, which is, uh, which works mainly you know, for deviation and helping people so, so handle some of their, some of their life issues and things like that. So, so these are the, uh, these are three uniquely, uh, unique, uniquely youthful organizations that are working in different aspects of our city of St. Louis and try to kind of, uh, strengthen the city, stabilize it, make it, make it a thriving and a prosperous place of glory again. So. So if you come out, if um, uh, your listeners would love to come out as voters, whether as volunteers or whether just as contributors to the effort, but more so if they wanted their bikers and love to ride in this, in this effort, we would love to. Very good. Very good. And cycleforthecity.org is the website where you can learn more about that event. You can support Humanitry, Lutheran Development Group, and Christian Friends of New Americans. With just a, about a, a minute or so, about well, about two minutes left, I, I want to go back to something we were talking about just a little bit ago about when new immigrants or refugees come to the area, what are some of the things that that are most important for them? Kelly, in your experience as a volunteer, when you meet a, a new immigrant or refugee, a new neighbor, what are some of the questions or, or things that might be most challenging in their, their first few days or first few weeks or even maybe first few months in their new community? that you see? Connecting with people in general because of the language barrier, just knowing that, you know, and that's why it's important as a church organization that we get out there and introduce ourselves to them because they, you know, they don't know anybody. So getting, just helping them to be comfortable with, with who they are and that there's someone there for them. Well, Pastor Stanish, can you share with us again what we can find at the CFNA website, and and we'll let's let's revisit those details again about the Cycle for the City event as well. Sure, you can always uh, uh, go to our website at www.cfna-stl.org, and you can always access our webpage, see it, uh, look at our e-news, see uh, some cool stories of uh, how people are being impacted by you know, the ministry of CFNA. Also look out for volunteer opportunities that are there and we would love to have your support for after school tutoring, for ESL, for health and wellness screenings, uh, wherever you can plug in, it would be great to have your help. Uh, also, yes, uh, cycleforthecity.org is where, uh, where we can, you can get information about this uh, particular fundraiser that includes three organizations, including CFNA and Humanitary that is working in the city of St. And so uh, you can always register. The event is uh, on the 6th of uh, uh, September, and we would love to have you. My guest today, the Reverend Dr. Stanish Stanley, Executive Director for Christian Friends of New Americans. Pastor Stanley, thanks so much for being my guest today. Thank you, sir. Thanks for having us. And Kelly Teuscher, volunteer with Christian Friends of New Americans. Kelly, it has been a pleasure to meet you. Thanks so much for being my guest on The Coffee Hour. Thank you for having me. You've been listening to The Coffee Hour. I'm Andy Bates.
The Coffee Hour with Andy and Sarah is a production of KFUO. To support the Coffee Hour and KFUO Radio, visit KFUO.org. You can also text KFUO to 41444 or send an email to gifts at KFUO.org. And you can call us at 800-844-0524. KFUO. Christ for you anytime, anywhere. Thank you.